0: What is up, beautiful people? Thank you so much for joining. God has an amazing word, an encouraging word, a fruitful, empowering, and word for you today. I am so encouraged by what God is sharing with us in this hour, with what God is doing right now in the kingdom. He is truly making things all new he is truly showing himself as a healer as a as someone as a god of breakthrough and restoration and reconciliation so get ready put your seatbelts on get ready to get up and praise and worship god for he has given us a new day and he has given us a new word i know this is somebody's word So I pray with all faith and hope that you receive this word. And again, I only see and know in part for maybe your specific situation. Okay. I am only a vessel of God. So please take all things, all words back to God. In fact, this episode goes a little bit deeper into what that means. But please take every word that you receive, that you hear, whether it's confirmation or whether it's the first time you're hearing it, please take it back to God. This is an invitation for you to experience God uh, in a beautiful way. But when we hear words, I'll just let God speak, the Holy Spirit speak as we get into the episode. But please, please take the word back to God let him speak to you further about it with that being said get your snacks your bible your notebook your pen your tea whatever you gotta do baby and let's get into this beautiful word of God enjoy So, oh, so, just finish my, finishing up my quiet time. God is really, really corrected me and encouraging me and inviting me to let go of the negative, the negative self-talk, the, excuse me, the loathing, the specifically With my body image. You know, I went to the gym yesterday and I had such a great workout. And God gave me the, um, He told me to start walking this month. And I just received more revelation about the healing that God is providing in my mind, in my heart, and in my body. As I walk, as I walk spiritually, as I walk by faith and not by sight, as I rest in God's promises in that faith, he is healing and renewing my mind. And this morning, I I, I mean, I really couldn't sleep. I woke up at like four o'clock this morning and the, the scripture that was on my Bible app was, it was like, uh, an image of the Bible verse of the day. The scripture that it was, was Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. And I'm like, ooh, okay. And I'm thinking about times that I've like, said things, and mostly said negative things to myself. And I was just convicted by the things that I I say to myself, even in my thoughts, like, and specifically concerning my body image and concerning my body. And then God led me to Matthew 12. This is also like a twofold revelation, like about discernment of people's character. But the scripture is Matthew twelve, Matthew twelve, verse thirty three to thirty seven, and I screenshotted both translation of uh, the Passion translation and uh, the Amplified so the amplified says either make the tree good and the subtitle is this is words reveal character so this revelation in this particular scripture gives me revelation about people that i've come across or people that i uh i will come across soon and how to you know righteously judge someone's character and discern the spirit behind a person by the evidence you know of their fruit and so again the scripture Matthew 12 33 to 35 it says either make the tree good and its fruit good or make the tree bad and its fruit bad for the tree is recognized and judged by its fruit you brood of vipers how can you speak good things when you are evil? For the mouth speaks out of out of that which fills the heart. The good man from his inner good treasure brings out good things. And the evil man from his inner evil treasure brings out evil things. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will have to give an accounting for every careless or useless word they speak. I'ma start right here real quick because When I read the scripture, verse 36, I heard the Holy Spirit say, uh, every careless or useless word they speak, every lie, every lie, okay? And then verse 37, for by your words reflecting your spiritual condition, you will be justified and acquitted of the guilt of sin. And by your words rejecting me, you will be condemned and sentenced. So I was like, "Ooh, okay." For one, you know, I was it helps. It gave me revelation about how to discern people's character by what they speak, because it says that the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. And so, if this person is of, uh, is the, if the tree is good, like it's like a, obviously a parable the tree is a person, and if the fruit on the tree, the fruit of the person is good, that that person is good. But if you're constantly, but if the tree, the person is bad, is, you know, the fruit is bad, then the fruit is bad. And, you know, if this person is constantly, like, you know, you see the, you see the, the spirit of the flesh, or, um, not the spirit of the flesh, excuse me. You see the, oh, um, <laughs> You know, the evidence of the flesh at work in this person, they're always angry, they're envious, they're jealous, they're bitter, they're, you know, um, just the things of the flesh, right? Then you could see where that person is spiritually and you know how to discern, you know, what you, that, that person's influence over your life, right? You know how to discern, you know what distance you should take and, you know, things of that sort. And uh, it says in verse 37, for by your words or by other people's words, it reflects your spiritual condition. You know, it shows you, It sh- that's how you test the spirit. It shows you where that person is and what you can share with that person or what you can you know what I'm saying? Like God will continue to give you insight for a specific situation. But this is the revelation that was given to me. And I'm just generalizing it because I'm not sure if God is going to have you release this word. But this is something that I'm learning. And so then again, I looked at the, the verse in the Passion Translation in Matthew 12. Verses 33 through 37, Passion Translation. And this subtitle says, only good trees bear good fruit. And it says, you must determine if a tree is good or rotten. You can recognize good trees by their delicious fruit. But if you find rotten fruit, you can be certain that the tree is rotten. The the fruit defines the tree, excuse me. But you who are known as the Pharisees, or brutal vipers in the other translation, are rotten to the core like venomous snakes. How can your words be good if you are rotten within? For what has been stored up in your hearts will be heard in the overflow of your words. Again, testing the spirit behind a person. When virtue, verse thirty, uh verse 35 when virtue is stored within the hearts of good upright people will produce good fruit but when evil is hidden hidden within those who are evil will produce evil fruit you can be sure of this when the day of judgment comes everyone will be held accountable for every careless word he has spoken again every lie he has spoken Verse 37, your very words will be used as evidence and your words will declare you either innocent or guilty. So not only does these scriptures, this verse, this parable give us and give me insight about how I'm speaking and the heart from which I'm speaking out of, how others are speaking in the heart of which others are speaking out of, and the revelation behind that but it gives us instruction to always be uh, always allowing God to examine our heart so that we can submit to the truth of you know whatever is conflicting in our heart or whatever is not of God so that we can submit that and be made right and be made innocent you know and um you know sometimes people will say things and, and, and then you know those with the spirit or those with the gift of uh discerning spirits you i even for myself because i have that gift as well where someone is saying something but i can hear the spirit behind it and You know, in instances before I've called it out, the person is like, I didn't mean to say that. That's not what I meant to say. That's that's not what I'm saying. And I'm like, but that's what I hear. That's what I'm hearing, you know. And so um, this is also a gift. This is that's the gift of discernment. If you're able to do that and everyone has the gift of discernment and it's available to God's children, we have to ask for it. But, um, I've had an instance like reading this scripture, even now, reminded me of an instance that I had with someone. And, uh, even though they were saying something that sounded good, I heard the spirit behind it, and, uh, it wasn't good at all. I see the the, the heart behind that person. Um, uh, which is very interesting, you know. And God gave me insight about that specific situation. But this is why it's so important to ask God for discernment and to teach, it for Him to teach us how to test the spirit behind people, even pe- especially people who are prophetic or giving prophetic messages or. You know, the people that you're going to in your church or even your closest friends, you really have to see that person for where they are. And if that person is speaking by the Holy Spirit, amen, that's still an invitation, though. That's still an invitation for you to take that to God, you know, to provide more insight and understanding. I really believe that. We are living in a culture, especially within the church, where sometimes we can get caught up in just hearing um, the word through someone else instead of, you know, hearing the word and then going to God about it. And this is what creates idolatry in the church because people hear certain words spoken to them by people and they don't know what heart that person is speaking out of. You know, they don't understand the importance of discerning the spirit behind a person. And so they take that word and that word, that word could have been, it could have been a word curse. That person is speaking out of hurt or rejection. You know, it is not to say you can't trust people, but you will be able to see that person by the fruit of their spirit. And so, uh... This is when you you always go to God. Even when it's a good encouraging word. You always go back to God. God, what do you have to say about this when it pertains to my life? Because people speak and, and even prophetic people, we only see and know and hear in part. So it's never just to be taken as a whole. And that person may be used, may, may be used as a vessel by God, but again... That's just either it should be confirmation to you. But even in that, you still take it back to God. And so I really believe that this is something that God really wants the people, people of the church to realize that prophets are not above God. People that are teaching are not above God. Ministers, pastors, deacons, whatever it is, are not above God. If someone speaks a word to you, you take that back to the Lord in your secret place, in your intimate time with the Lord, because you know there is a spirit at work that tries to create codependency and idolatry and it it, it bleeds out into something very, very dangerous, you know. So amen, amen. So uh yeah. So that's what, you know, the revelation that I got from those scriptures. And I uh, I was also led to John 5, 5. And I love the way that God speaks to me because I literally see 505 a.m. on my clock. And I heard the spirit say John. And I was like, oh, OK. And so. It was about, that scripture is about the layman, And, you know, for me, I grew up in a hole where I was always talking, like, I was always talked down on, like, I was always told that I was ugly, I was fat, I was all of these uh, incredibly hateful things. And it was so deeply embedded in my mind that I began to speak to myself in that way. Um, And as I'm in this journey of God healing my body as well, as I'm walking with God, uh, he's addressing that mindset. He's uprooting the very thing that has caused me to speak death over myself, you know, and speak death over my body, over my health and the things that really have corrupted my mind and have really... um, it's corrupted my mind to the point where I don't even see myself like physically in the mirror. I don't see myself correctly. And it's, it's wow. Wow. wow, wow. There's a scripture about that. The Holy Spirit just gave me, but let me continue. I can uh, bring that up later. And so I, I've always heard that. So in John chapter five, verse five, uh, And actually, yeah, five verse five in the Passion Translation, it says, among the many sick, sick people lying there was a man who had been disabled for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there, he knew what that he knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. Now, I need you all to track with me because the Holy Spirit is speaking in very subtle ways. It's it could be a lot, but I'm going to try my best by the grace of God to explain it the way he wants me to. Okay, it says when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. Jesus said to him, do you truly long to be well? And we're going to stop right there in verse 6. In the footnote of verse 6, it says, Are you convinced that you are already made whole? The Greek phrase, genestai, is actually not a future tense of wanting to be healed, but an aorist, middle, affinitive that indicates something already accomplished. Jesus was asking the crippled man if he was ready to abandon how he saw himself And I receive the faith for his healing. And it refers to 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7. And as I'm looking at this scripture, I'm writing down the thoughts that's coming up in my mind. And I wrote down, I said, And even the fact that this crippled man was lame for 38 years, that's how deeply embedded and rooted this spirit And that God revealed to me. It's a spirit of self-hatred and loathing. And I wrote down, I resonate deeply (laughs) with the lame man. This spirit of self-hatred and loathing has caused the lame man to to lay there for 38 years because of his mindset because of the way that he sees himself and as we read on later the scripture Jesus tells him to get up and walk and I always read that scripture like how did he just get up because it was it was a, it was something that shifted in his mind it says in the footnote that Jesus was asking him if he was ready to abandon how he saw himself and to receive the faith for his healing he told him to get up and walk but this man he you know he even replied uh um, after that and it said that it was an invalid answer y'all gotta y'all gotta read this for your own but it said that it was an invalid answer and it said. And the man was saying to Jesus, I've been laying here for years. No one can bring me to this pool. How am I going to get healed? And Jesus has asked him, do you truly long to be well? Y'all, for whoever catches that, catch it. Okay. And so what I wrote down next, as this, as the Holy Spirit was revealing the spirit of self-hatred and loathing even the lame man he was just sitting there he's that loathing just sitting there like oh like i can't get up i've been here for way too long and you know i i I can't like it's just it's i've been here this is what i'm used to i just i can't and god is inviting us to submit The things that we think about ourselves, the hateful thoughts, the things that people have said or spoken over us, excuse me, spoken over us. He wants us to submit those things to him, to abandon how we see ourselves, just like Jesus asked the lame man to abandon the the way that he saw himself by asking him, do you truly long to be well? God is asking us to shift our mindset. God is asking us to change, to, for our, He's renewing our minds. He wants to renew our minds so that He can heal the place in us that causes us to be lame, the place of stagnancy. He's asking us to let go of the mindset of lameness and stagnancy and to receive the faith of your healing to possess it in Jesus name and so I was like wow God (laughs) like the things that even the way that I see myself, the things that I've told myself about how I look, and I'm just using a personal experience for me is my body image, how I look, or you know how I perceive myself has been tainted because my mindset has been focused on lies, lies of the enemy since I was a little girl i my from my mother to my father. To kids at school, people have spoken death over me. And it's caused me to speak death over myself and hate myself and to sit and loathe in it and to roll in it and to be, you know, it, it it's so deeply embedded that I I thought it was a part of who I truly was, and I'm just supposed to be. No, God has called us to be the light. He has called us to be healed. He is a redeemer. And a a, a restore. He restores all things. He is the healer of your soul, of your spirit, of your mind, of your body, of all things that you're trusting God for. He will and he can heal it. But do you believe Do you believe? Do you truly long to be well? Is what Jesus is asking you in this moment. And so what's so encouraging about this scripture. Is that even in the footnote. If we go back to the footnote of verse 6. John 5 verse 6. It says. That Jesus wasn't asking him. In a place of, do you want to be well later? It says that this was something that was already accomplished. But the man wouldn't be able to see it unless he abandoned how he saw himself and believed that he could be well and believed that he could be healed. He didn't receive his healing until he believed because it was already done. It was already done. Jesus had already seen that he had been laid there for 38 years. He knew that the man had been crippled for a long time. And he knew that this man was struggling with the belief that he could get up. But he spoke straight to that spirit, and he said, "Do you long to be well?" And it said that the man gave an invalid answer, like, the, "And what did God, What did Jesus say to him?" He told him, "Get up and walk." He said, "Get up and walk." And I know it's something, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I know it's something that switched in that man when Jesus was looking at the lame man. Something switched in his mind, and his heart. And he got up. It says in verse 9, he immediately stood up and he was healed. So he rolled up his mat. Thank you, Jesus. And he walked again. He walked. If you have ever seen the show The Chosen, okay? The show The Chosen, there's a seed of this that they beautifully, beautifully exemplified this scripture. And the lame man is on his mat and Jesus is looking at him. And he says, "Get up and walk." And the man looked at him, like, "You know what? I think I just might get up." And he gets up, and he hugs Jesus, and Jesus embraces him. If you have YouTube or any access to it, it's free. The Chosen is free. It's a free app where you can watch the show about Jesus's ministry. It's so beautiful, but watch that scene you can look it up on youtube and i guarantee you it's going to it's going to invigorate a faith in you and wow 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 so this is the revelation that god is giving us today to get up and walk To believe in who God says you are. God has not called you to be sick. He has not called you to be lame. He has not called you to be disabled or whatever it is that you know that you you are supposed to be healed, but you feel like you, you're you stagnated, you feel like you've been there for too long, that it's, it's too late. God is saying to get up and walk. God is doing a revival in the church. God is doing a new thing. He is pouring out his spirit. Catch it catch it the heavens the floodgates of heaven is open ask and you shall receive says the lord for you shall be healed for he shall accomplish every good work in you for we don't walk For we walk by faith and not by sight. We live in a manner of consistent, confident belief in God's promises. If he said he was going to do it, he's going to do it. Amen. Believe it. It is yes and amen from God. You have the healing. He is going to give you insight, supernatural healing. He is going to give you strategy, practical tools to get you into the place where he's truly called you to be. I declare and decree that you stop believing the lies of the enemy that says that you cannot have it, that you cannot receive the healing, that the lamest is speaking on your behalf. I come against it by the blood of Jesus, for God says you shall get up and walk. Walk. Get up and walk in Jesus's mighty name. Be encouraged, speak life over yourself. The scripture says in Philippians 4, verses 8. I read it in amplified version. Finally, believers, whatever is true whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. The things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things in daily life and the God who is the source of peace and well-being and healing and restoration and reconciliation, thank you Holy Spirit, will be with you. This is a word for somebody. God is healing you. Do not get discouraged by the things that He's showing you. don't don't fear the sin. Don't fear the brokenness. Don't fear the the you know the things that you feel like have been so rooted in you. Don't fear that. For your Lord, your God, will save you. He will heal you. He has you. I also encourage you, you who are listening, to listen to the song by Brian Courtney Wilson. A great work. Listen to that song. Let it encourage you. Let it speak to you. Let God speak to you. Let God show you who you truly are in Him, in all aspects, even physically. I'm a testament. I'm. I i can not wait to share the testimony of all the things that God is teaching me and showing me and breaking off in my health and in my body, because it's amazing. I can't wait till God tell God gives me the go to share it. But the 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 song I would really encourage you to listen to is. A Great Work by Brian Courtney Wilson. Listen to that in your quiet time. At your secret place. But wow, I love you all. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your peace, for your encouragement. Be blessed, y'all. Be easy. In Jesus' name, amen. Bye, well, it looks like you have made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank God for what for a beautiful, wonderful word, um, an encouraging word. I pray that this word is edifying. I pray that this word is gives you peace that it gives you a fresh revelation fresh insight and you know encouragement empowerment to really submit the thing to God to submit your ways of thinking to God submitting your ways of being and operating to God and allowing him to blow your mind for he has so much in store for for you as his child, as his beloved child. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for spending time with God. Thank you for going back to God and just, you know, loving on him. He loves to be loved on <laughs> by us. And so if you have any questions, any, you know, further questions, concerns, or Any prayer that you would like to receive or anything of that sort. Um, Or if you have an idea or if you would like to be a part of the podcast and maybe share your testimony. If the spirit is leading you to share your testimony, I would love to share it on this platform because people need to know that God is still moving. He's still working in miraculous ways. This is not just you know, back when Jesus was walking the earth that God, no, God is moving. Okay. Jesus is alive. He is risen. He is working. God's spirit is being poured out in this time. And I believe people uh, will be saved by hearing of the testimonies. Amen. Thank you. Holy Spirit, by hearing your testimony. So if you have a testimony that you would like to share, it's not anything too small or too big to share, anything that is a miracle in your life, please reach out at tbgv.podcast on Instagram. That is tbgv.podcast on Instagram. My personal Instagram is on there as well. You can shoot me a DM and we can connect. But again, Thank you so much for reaching this end of the episode. Share it. Um, Yeah, I was about to say subscribe, but this ain't YouTube. Um, Share it, you know, whatever you want to do. I'm going to start putting questions in. Um, If you're listening through Spotify, there should be a question prompt. If you want to go ahead and engage, go ahead and do that. I would love to hear from you. Again, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.